Assassinations in Moscow, big government cracking down on our freedom of speech and medically assisted suicides in Canada, tens of thousands. Packed show today, do not miss this. Also, I wanna remind you to secure your tickets for AmericaFest, AmFest.com. Go and get your tickets now, get them immediately because once they are gone, they will not stop. Get a huge discount, by the way, huge discount just for this week with promo code POSO, all caps, P-O-S-O. And remember our email, liberty at tpusa.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is August 22nd, 2022, Anno Domine. First up, Daria Dugina, daughter of a Putin ally, assassinated in a car bomb attack in Moscow. We've got new details on this. We're gonna break down what it means. Second, Judge Reinhardt, has he flipped? He's now rejecting the DOJ argument to keep Trump's affidavit sealed and calling the raid unprecedented that he was the one who authorized. Third, another federal judge who apparently who rules on immigration issues would just arrested himself for human smuggling. Sounds like a plot line of Better Call Saul. And finally, a new report, more than 10,000 Canadians received a medically assisted death in 2021. Huge news, all this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. Well, huge escalation in Ukraine. I'm sure everyone has heard the news. Of course, I was on War Room on a Sunday show, a special Sunday show that we held talking about this and really breaking down what it could potentially mean. And I think that people are looking at this and I see a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of these blue checks and people are commenting saying, oh, this is great. Oh, we got to punch those people back. Doesn't matter if it was a civilian, doesn't matter if it was a soft target. You got to go and take the fight to Moscow. You got to take the fight to these orcs. You got to punch them in the mouth. You got to make them bloody. You got to do what you need to do. Okay, but understand you've now moved the change. Now you've changed the rules of engagement. You're going after soft targets, you're committing terrorist attacks. And, and that's what it is, by the way, because remember one person's terrorist, another person's freedom fighter, okay? But go with me on this. You've just taken out a civilian, political commentator, all right? I'm not gonna make any judgments over what the person said or anything like that. I'm just talking about the real politic of this. What is the geopolitical aftermath of this going to be? And even President Zelensky agrees with me on this, that we are now going to see a nastier phase of the war. Or maybe this is a warning to Russia, a warning to anyone who supports the war publicly in Russia that they could be next. Calls now, now Russia is saying that the Dugan car bombing was a contract killing. The FSB, by the way, FSB, believe it or not, has the actual, they are claiming they know the actual identity of the person who placed this bomb. And the details of the bombing, uh, look, it was a soft target. Normally, this is the car that Dugan drives. So who is Alexander Dugan? Alexander Dugan, he's a Russian ultranationalist. He's the person that really built up this article about, or this, this theory, ideology of uh, Russian Eurasianism, 
ultranationalism, the idea that Russia should reunite all the formerly Russian speaking or the currently Russian speaking areas that were formerly part of the Russian empire. Now, whether or not he's currently influential inside the Kremlin is debated. But what isn't debated is the fact that this could potentially be the type of spark that ignites the entire kettle, the entire uh, powder keg that is Eurasia right now. You've now moved the chains to assassinations. So what kind of reprisals are there going to be? What kind of response? Is this a Franz Ferdinand moment? Because if they can find, now it looks by the way though, that FSB is blaming this on Ukraine. They're not saying that there's any further Western involvement, whether that be CIA, whether it be MI6 out of Britain. But if they were to, could that be something where they want to reprise on the West? And if so, would it trigger Article 5 of the NATO Treaty? That was the guns of August. When Gavrilo Princip, a Serbian nationalist, assassinated Franz, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, who was, at the time, the crown prince of the Austrian Empire, assassinates him, it sets off a chain reaction of treaties being enforced, treaties being called, empires on empires, declaring war on each other, World War I breaks out. We've seen this before. Not far, by the way, from this part of the world, in Sarajevo to Moscow. But they're also saying that the name of the attacker, the name of the assassin, the FSB is coming out, they're naming someone. They're saying it's a woman by the Ukrainian woman, Ukrainian operative by the name of Valentina Kvok. And what they're saying is that she slipped into Ukraine, posing as a refugee, even brought her own daughter or potentially another young girl with her, posing as a refugee. We've seen that, by the way, getting across the border with a kid that's not yours, just like the U.S. southern border, comes into Ukraine or comes from Ukraine into Russia, conducts this attack, and they say somehow she's already made it into Estonia. I'm not even sure how the logistics of that would work out. But the point is that they are now putting assassinations on the table. We've got the newest details on this, the latest details. But again, we've always been in the camp for this where we're calling for de-escalation because it's the people in the middle, the innocent civilians who are caught in the mix of all of this, the refugees, the families, the people that I met when I was over there, that's the people that we ought to care about most, not the people who are getting blown up and the people who are ordering all of these things. As if the criminals in America weren't enough, authorities have uncovered an entirely new category, a new category of crime. It's called crime tourism. It's when criminals come to the U.S. on a tourist visa, burglarize a bunch of homes, and then take the loot back over the border. Sadly, it is being prepared and is now a necessity. But good news is there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anywhere in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. You will save a ton on ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet in your firearm, and start your training experience. Dry fire training will help develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in the all major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with promo code POSO. The smartest way for you to practice and it pays for itself in one day. That's iTargetPro.com slash POSO. Link in the description. I'm confident that uh, Merrick Garland uh, took every precaution, made every effort short of executing the search warrant uh, to obtain those documents. Uh, and if the public reporting is correct that, uh, that the, the Trump lawyers uh, asserted in an affidavit that they'd given all these documents up and the Justice Department had good reason to believe that wasn't true, 
then it justifies uh, this uh, means of getting the information, the execution of a search warrant. Uh, so, yes, it's a uh, very powerful precedent. At the same time, uh, I'm confident that it was used appropriately uh, given the circumstances. I'm so confident. Shippy, shippity, 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 chef. Yeah, we know what he's full of. Don't say it. Don't say it. This, after all, is a Christian show. But um, what's the latest headline in this? This is potentially, it's, it's interesting because we've seen the massive outcry over the Mar-a-Lago raid. We've seen moderates and independents also coming to the forefront saying, this is wrong. This is just wrong. I don't want to live in a country where we're raiding former presidents at their personal residences. You know, if you've got a paperwork dispute, if you've got some issue about some papers, you don't want them in, in this secure room and that one, you got a padlock, you got this lock, you got that lock, you want them in a skiff, put them in a skiff, okay? And keep in mind that former presidents maintain security clearance and they maintain skiffs and they maintain access to classified briefings. You know they're gonna come for that next. You watch. Garland, he's probably already talking about raiding Trump Tower. Understand what time it is. But Judge Reinhardt, this is interesting because it's like he touched, it's like, it's like when your little kid touches the hot stove and goes, ooh, ooh, I don't want to do that. We had uh, baby AJ, we were at Wawa over the weekend. We usually stop at Wawa after church, that's what we do. And he was going for one of those, uh, he saw the hot pretzels and they were on the hot plate and he went over there and went, ooh. Okay, that's Judge Reinhardt because what just happened? Judge Reinhardt, did he flip? What's going on? Judge Reinhardt is now rejecting the DOJ's argument to keep the Trump affidavit sealed. And here's what he, the word he used, unprecedented. Wait, unprecedented? You're the guy who signed off on the whole thing. This is the magistrate judge that signs off. Okay. <laughs> Explain this to me. He signs off on it. He's the one who sealed it in the first place at the behest of DOJ. And now all of a sudden he's calling it unprecedented and he's saying this never should have happened. And how could we do this? Listen to this. Uh, I've got it from, from foxnews.com, from the great Brooke Singman, has the report, calls it unprecedented, says the government argues that the present record justifies keeping the entire affidavit under seal. The government argues that even requiring it to redact portions of the affidavit that could reveal could not reveal agent identities or investigative sources and methods impose an undue burden on its resources and set a precedent that could be disruptive and burdensome in further cases. I do not need to question the reach of this. However, particularly given the intense public and historical interest in an unprecedented search of a former president's residence, the government has not yet shown that these administrative concerns are sufficient to justify sealing. Huh, 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 huh. Okay, so go with me on this. The guy who signed off, and by the way, this is why all last week, they were putting out the full court press to say that you shouldn't talk about this, you shouldn't talk about this situation. How dare, how dare conservatives talk about the judge? How dare conservatives criticize a judge? Really? Because you've never heard anyone on the left criticize, I don't know, Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas's wife, Ginny Thomas, uh, Brett Kavanaugh. By the way, did anything recently happen with Brett Kavanaugh? I don't know. Oh, that's right. A left-wing Redditor dressed in black showed up outside his house at 1 a.m. over there in Maryland a few weeks ago and tried to shoot him and his entire family to death. Okay, that's what the left is doing. But you never hear the left then come out and say the media and the fact checkers and all the, um, you know, the quote unquote, oh, extremist watchers. They don't talk about any of, any of this. They don't talk about the, guy, the fact that a leftist was outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house with a gun, nine millimeter, duct tape, flex tape, flex cuffs, 
because he wanted to kill Brett Kavanaugh's entire family, shoot him to death. No, 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 no. That's fine. It's fine to criticize Brett Kavanaugh. But here's what's going on. Judge Reiner suddenly just read the room and he understood what he did was so incredibly rejected by the American people, by the legal profession, and by history. Judge Reiner, history is not going to be on your side, but perhaps, just perhaps, you have a role to play. Flip on them completely. Unseal everything, Judge Reiner. You can do it. You have the power right now. Stand up for your country. Be an American. Across the country, Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we must change the way the marketplace works. Woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views, and our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values. It's time for a change, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I am proud to partner with Public Square, the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against the COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. Go to Public Square, download the app, Apple App Store, Google Play, create your free account, begin the search, go today. You can also list your own business, Public Square, Public SQ. There is a legal pathway that people can pursue uh, to become a, a legal immigrant into the United States. Uh, and the problem is that uh, President Biden uh, is not enforcing what that standard is. Remember, it was just two years ago we had some of the lowest border crossings in decades. Uh, and now we're setting record after record after record of the most illegal border crossings ever. And that's all because Biden administration is not enforcing the laws as they exist. When the rule of law is abandoned, it leads to chaos, like what we're seeing uh, with the, the Bidens over border policy. So you and this is amazing to me. So New York City and D.C., they're freaking out. They're saying, how dare you send all these illegals on these buses? How dare you? Don't you understand that you're overwhelming our glorious and sacred public services? You can't just send these illegal immigrants to other parts of the country on these buses. And it's like, okay. So if the media is upset about that, the illegal immigrants being set on buses to those cities, why doesn't the media care when illegal immigrants come into the states that are right across the border, like Texas, like Arizona, Mexico? You don't see headlines when, it comes, when it's like that. But when you send them to the imperial capital of Washington, D.C., when you send them to the financial capital, Wall Street, New York City, Times Square, suddenly you get a response. And so I know there are people who are critical of Governor Abbott early on when he was doing this. They said, ah, it's not that big of a deal. I think you're actually starting to see, you're actually starting to see this get some traction. So I say, Governor Abbott, keep the buses running. But look at this story that just dropped out of Post Millennial. A federal judge who rules on immigration issues, so a federal immigration judge, was just arrested for human smuggling. Wait, what? This is some, this is some like, Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, absolute insanity. His name is Timothy Daniel Jaffin, arrested and charged with, quote, smuggling of a human and resisting arrest in Kinney County, Texas. I, I'm like, I, I've just got to look at this one. A licensed Texas attorney and immigration magistrate was taken into custody for allegedly smuggling migrants and resisting arrest this past Saturday. According to Galveston County Constable Jimmy Fullen, 
Timothy Daniel Jaffet was arrested and charged for the smuggling of a human and resisting arrest in Kinney County, Texas. He made the announcement on Facebook along with pictures of Jaffet and the four men he smuggled across the U.S.-Mexico border. According to the Texas Bar website, Jaffet is listed as still eligible to practice and has been licensed since 2003, primarily practices out of Corpus Christi, and his specialties include business, environmental, government, administrative, and energy resource law. Immigration is not listed as one of his practices. Now, hold on a second. Wait, what is absolutely going on here? Because this is a guy, this is a guy who is involved allegedly, 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 all the usual caveats, in human smuggling, and yet he himself is a magistrate? He's part of the state bar? This is some Saul Goodman stuff, right? But at least Saul would have been smart enough to get, you know, one of the guys to use the, you know, use one of the trucks or use one of the tunnels or something like that. He wouldn't just go and do it himself. So you've got one of the dumbest. I'm, I'm starting to sense a pattern here because you got the federal magistrate judge over in Florida who signs off on the raid one week and then immediately backpedals the week after saying, oh, well, yeah, you know, it is actually unprecedented and kind of historic and maybe we should unseal it because, because, you know, he's, cl he's, he's clutching the pearls. He's clutching the pearls right now. Pucker factor of five, at least five. And he knows that we're on to him. And he knows that everyone's on to him because what he did, it don't look good. This guy right here, <laughs> I mean, he's not even going to have any pearls left when they're done with him. Bro, they caught you. They caught you in the car, smuggle. I, I would love to hear this story. I would absolutely love to hear this. This would be one of the ones, one of the times like when I was in the Navy, you know, somebody's late for muster or something and they come up and they say, they say, sir, I was late and uh, you know, but, but I have real good reason. I say, you know what, front of the room, front of the room, stand up, stand up in front of everybody. I wanna hear, make it good, make the story good. And you know what always starts? I'll tell you exactly how all stories like this start. He'll go, well, what had happened was, <laughs> If you have any, what, any good what had happened was stories, send us your emails, liberty at tpusa.com. That's liberty at tpusa.com. And maybe, just maybe, I will read your email out here live on the program. So liberty at tpusa.com. Listen, I'll just tell you right now, all the best stories, they start like that. What had happened was, I, I'm telling you, I want to hear this guy's what had happened was story. Look, I was in Mexico. They got into my car. I didn't realize I had crossed the border. I didn't realize I was going on. What had happened was. There's an entire new economy being created right now filled with patriotic companies that have had enough of cancel culture and the left. One, one that you can support every day and all you have to do is get dressed. I'm talking about Undertack Boxers. Undertack Boxers are my favorite boxers and they are the greatest boxers ever made because probably they have literally been tested by special force operators. They've made with high quality material that's antimicrobial, anti-pilling and moisture wicking, so you stay fresh and dry all day long. They come with sturdy yet comfortable waistband that does not crack or loosen. Undertack is durable, ultralight and shrink resistant. Here's the best part. They're almost 30% less than the woke designer brands with their non-binary models. Go to getundertack.com. That's getundertack.com right now. When you buy three, you get one free, but only with promo code POSO. That's P-O-S-O. Support a great American company that's pro-America, pro-2A, and pro-military. Satisfaction guaranteed, or guess what? Money back. Getundertack.com, promo code POSO, link in the description. We cannot hide away from human population growth because, you know, it underlies so many of the other problems. All these things we talk about wouldn't be a problem if there, were, if there was the size of population that there was 500 years ago. 
we've got to we've got to stabilize the population. When I was born, no, there were so too, what's wrong with the population? I mean, with too many people. That's what. That's why we have global warming. We have global warming because too many people are using too much stuff. But if there were less people, they'd be using less but stuff. That's why. That's why we have global warming. You got too many people using too much stuff. Okay, Ted Turner. All right, Jane Goodall. We simply must must reduce the population. It's the only way to do it. Just must reduce the population. Well, so I'm guest hosting for Charlie Kirk this week, and earlier today, if you caught the show, we had the incredible Viva Fry on, and he really busted up this story. But I wanted to make sure that I made that the Human Events Daily audience got this in full, because these numbers and the story are absolutely harrowing. They're insane. And it's something that the entire, I, I would say that the entire world, or if you're pro-life, or if you're just pro-human, you have to stand up against this. More than 10, this is from ctvnews.ca, more than 10,000 Canadians received a medically assisted death in 2021. More Canadians are ending their lives with a medically assisted death, says the third federal annual report on medical assistance in dying, MAID, an increase of 32% over 2020. The report says that 3.3% of all deaths in Canada were assisted deaths. On a provincial level, the rate was higher in provinces such as Quebec at 4.7% and British Columbia at 4.8%. This guy from, you know, University of Toronto, it is rising extremely fast. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the rate has always been it. The expectation has always been around 4 to 5%, probably, but the end it saw off at the same rate I'm sorry, 5% of the deaths for your entire year are from medically assisted suicides, government-backed suicides. In fact, and Fox News has the story, a Canadian soldier who's suffering with PTSD was offered euthanasia by Veterans Affairs. Medical assistance is dying. Legalized in Canada 2016, the numbers are going, this is what they do, right? This is what they do. First, they make life unbearable. Then they shut down your, your churches. They shut down your schools. They shut down your places of business. They shut down your, uh, your places for recreation. They shut down your places for entertainment. They won't let you go to a park. Trudeau's forcing a jab on everybody if you want to get out of the country. And then what do they do? Then they turn on the government-backed medical suicide program. And they say, well, you know, life is what it is. What are you going to do? But if you want to step right up, you go right for it. Look, as, as a Catholic, as someone who's been pro-life my whole life, not only am I against this on a spiritual level, but I'm against it on social grounds and philosophical grounds as well, because what could be more cynical and Nietzschean than this? And they're talking about opening it up now, expanding it to minors and people with mental issues. Yeah, because a person with mental issues can give consent for, you know, for suicide, right? Of course, obviously, no. What they're doing is telling you that there is nothing beyond life other than oblivion. What they're doing is telling you that there is this life and then comes nothing. I disagree with that on a fundamental level and I think that ruins countries and it ruins societies if you believe these harmful ideas. There is so much more to this, there is more to life and societies grow great when old men plant trees under which whose shade they will never sit. I believe that. Liberty at tpusa.com, shoot us your email. 
And that is all the time we have here. Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, send us your emails, liberty at tpusa.com. And our promos, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends. And then leave us your five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. What do we talk about today? Well, number one, Daria Dugina, daughter of a Putin ally, assassinated in a car bomb attack in Moscow. Will this lead to escalation and reprisal? Two, Judge Reinhardt, did he flip? Formally rejecting the DOJ argument to keep the Trump affidavit sealed and calls the raid unprecedented now. Third, federal judge who rules on immigration issues arrested for human smuggling down in Mexico, down on the, uh, the Texas border. And then finally, the report out more than 10,000 Canadians received a medically assisted death in 2021. You know, there's a lot of stories going on in the world right now and a lot of talk of censorship and this control of, of what goes on in our media and what goes on, particularly in social media and what you're allowed to share. Are you allowed to get these stories out? Yes, no, what's actually happening? But what's interesting is that you see people banned from social media every day, but there's a place called Twitter. And for today's history break, I want to remind you that on this day, all the way back in 1994, believe it or not, DNA testing linked O.J. Simpson to the murder of Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman. So you see, O.J. Simpson cut his wife's head off. He also killed Ron Goldman. And yet Twitter has no problem whatsoever with allowing O.J. Simpson to be on Twitter, to say whatever he feels like, to upload videos. I don't believe he's banned on any social media platform. And so I'd like to know simply, what is the line? If you're going to allow a guy who cut his wife's head off, by the way, in the first rig trial, yeah, they got the, they got the verdict they wanted. In the second civil trial, he was found responsible for both deaths. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.